Hello and welcome back to the Find Your Feet podcast, a podcast show dedicated to helping you get close to your true authentic self by helping you find your feet in life. If you're new here, I'm Grace and I'm sat here with Abby. Hi. And we release episodes every single Wednesday talking all about basically how to live your best life on whatever topic we can cover that's going to help you become the best version of you. Yeah, and today our topic is standards and boundaries because they are both so important in your life. Your boundaries and your standards in relationships, friendships and jobs set the tone for your entire day and your entire life. Like, you decide how people treat you. So for anyone listening that watches Selling Sunset, you will know Vanessa, who was in the last season, and how she, like, manifested the sweetest relationship and she worked with this um she's like a she calls herself a mindset coach but she like works on like manifesting love and stuff and I mean if you watch the show or just on their Instagram I'm not joking you get such a vibe from them like they're so cute like you Mm -hmm. I can't explain it like they're just they look so in love and she talks on like I think at the start of the season like she's talking about how well, no, like before she's with him, how like she's like really working on herself and building her self-worth. Like she went through, I think she like lost her sister and stuff like that. Mm. And then she did all this work on herself and then she manifested this guy and he, he she's, um, I think she's from Brazil and he's like this really nice English guy. Like, Aww. right, they're just so cute. And anyway, so she did a live through the night with the mindset coach. So I thought I'll have a listen because I really vibe off their energy. And she basically said this thing that I feel like, I feel like people say all the time, which is about standards and setting the bar high. And like, I feel like that's a normal thing, but the way she explained it, I was like, it just keeps sticking in my head. Like it's just really resonate with me. So she was explaining that, I mean, it can go into like anything like relationships or uh, friendships, but she was saying in terms of relationships, like a lot of people know what they want and you can write it down and you can kind of like visualize it and you set the bar. No, like you try to set the bar high and I was literally imagining like a barbell. Yeah, that's what I've just gone to think about, yeah. like a squat rack or something. <laughs> that's because I've just, just got the gym on my mind. But yeah, so I was imagining like a barbell, like it's in you set the bar high, but then the first thing that comes along or like somebody shows you like that they're into you or that like, you know, like a lot of people can self-abandon when someone shows their interest in you, but you're not actually that interested in them. But then the prospect of like having the attention and the validation and the love, like you abandon yourself in that moment and then you drop the bar. And she was explaining that like Vanessa was a perfect sample of someone who didn't drop the bar. Like she set it really high in a way and was like, I know what I want and I deserve this. And she didn't drop the bar. Like no matter what was kind of coming her way, she didn't drop the bar. And then I was just like visualizing somebody like literally holding up the bar and just thinking like, no, I'm actually worth what I want. I'm worth what I deserve. So she didn't drop the bar. And then this amazing guy came along and he met her there. So yeah, I feel like that analogy is just stuck in my head at the minute because I'm like, in terms of relationships, like I know what I want and what I value, but it's so easy to just get like completely swayed and just, yeah. and I'm not saying people are perfect at all and that I'm looking for Jesus as we were saying before. I'm not We're saying Jesus that. Jesus reincarnated as our next boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's really easy to like, when, when something comes along and there's that, like that buzz or that prospect of something new and like yeah but you you might know yourself it's not right or Mm. as again like friendships like you might have like an off feeling in a friendship but then you're like oh it's a new friend I just I'm valuing this new friendship but then later down the line it's probably gonna like end in tears or something I was listening to a podcast yesterday that's really interesting that was actually the 
the number one matchmaker in the world, according to the episode title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're called Paul Bronson. I, I don't actually really mm. know much about him before I listened to that. It was on the Diary of a CEO. But he was saying in it that basically uh, how women are now feeling a lot more empowered to choose a partner rather than just being chosen. Mm. And I was like, God, that's so true. Because I've definitely heard other people say that, like, as in how you just... I don't know, the entertainer comes along, whatever, as you're just getting chosen. Yeah. And I always thought, but what about you doing the choosing? Mm. And then when I heard him say that, I was like, oh my God. Because that like stems back to, you know, whatever, like when women had less rights yeah, and stuff. That's like, what I was thinking. You just get picked, don't you? Picked off the shelf. Yeah, exactly. And you'd feel like happy just for being picked. Uh-huh. But like now times have changed. No, I can definitely resonate with that. I used to always do that, like, especially in my teenagers. Because I, when I was growing up, I had low self-worth. So when I, in my teenagers, if somebody showed an interest in me, I started liking them even if I didn't like them. Mm. And then I'd catch myself and I'd be like, you don't actually like this person. It's literally because they like you. Yeah. So it's like in that moment, you're just yeah. kind of like forgetting about what you actually want and uh-huh. just, which is just totally relates to kind of like self-worth. Yeah. Actually, this, this is nothing to standards. Well, it kind of is actually. But in the podcast, what made me laugh as well was this guy was saying, I think Stephen asked him, like, do we know what we want? Like, do we mm. all know what we want? And he was like, do we fuck? He was yeah, like, no. we all basically want a, a version of ourselves with a penis or with a vagina or whatever. Like, that's what we literally want. And I was like, I literally was driving my car. I laughed out loud because I was like, that is me. I literally go around asking for a, 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 a version of me with a penis. <laughs> like because um yeah we just like basically asked for people that have like the same traits it's like he was basically saying yeah that we don't always actually know what is yeah well i I don't know it's like i I think it's a mixture because i definitely do that as well or actually we can sorry to interrupt you but like we can and because i've done this so bad and Mm. you know i have in my young years i've like thought i've known what i wanted and Mm. got it and it's like very superficial like not the kind of things you should yeah. actually be going for because you can if you know what you want you can manifest that like you can attract yeah. that to you and you know sometimes that can just actually be not the right things and then you've got to look, go through that relationship that experience to realize oh my values are a bit fucked up there like that's not yeah. actually what's important and stuff yeah it's and the only calm. way you'd possibly know that is from having it yes because if not your curiosity would always be there you'd always wonder yeah so that's actually the only way you know but no i do definitely relate to that like as in you feel like you're looking for yourself like as in you're mm. like oh you want someone that's into all the th- same things that you are but that's why like i now try and do it more off like i i, I don't know you do this too like i manifest a feeling that i want to feel yeah and i, I actually, love that when kaggy told us about that yeah, yeah yeah like a complete feeling that like i want how i want to feel in a relationship and also like the qualities that i actually look for i'm currently looking for in someone are some qualities that i don't have so it's like that's what i'm trying to work on and like i'd love to meet somebody so like, like i'm what? proposing this so like i love... we're just putting out to the universe we love doing this we love coming on the fucking yeah, podcast we do. and talking about what we're looking for in relationships so that if anyone is here from hinge you can listen to this and get some tips i'm joking if you are please leave <laughs> please leave now <laughs> um no go on no as in like I so like just for an example one quality that I really and I don't think I don't have this but like one quality that I really want in somebody is I want them to really inspire me and completely lift me up to like a higher version of me Mm. um 
Yeah, like make you grow, make you level. Yeah, like so I would actually love them to have qualities kind of, that yeah. I don't really have. Yeah. Like, so then you can be like, okay, cool. Like, I think it's always good to be obviously surrounded by people that you look at their qualities and think, oh my god, it's amazing. Because I have friends like that, so I'd love to have that in a relationship. Yeah. So I suppose that's like the other spectrum of it. It's like yeah. manifesting a feeling and like what attributes. But what I was actually going to say was that she mentioned this very vaguely, but I do think this is a good thing because we do this shit all the time. But I actually think that people probably they might do it but not that often it's like just literally writing a list of what you want and how you want to feel um but also writing that like so reflecting so this is just a little takeaway task for you guys on manifesting love um to think about your past relationships think about your past relationships and write down the qualities what you really valued in those people Mm. nothing if it's nothing then just leave it um but yeah writing down what you really valued and then also just writing down like what what you wanted like why it didn't work yeah and that creates your list of what you Mm. really value in a person how you want to feel like how do you want to feel in that relationship in companionship with this person Mm -hmm. rather than like i want them to have yeah a lamborghini or whatever it is yeah no there's there is great value though as well in actually that your whole list could be a fucking zero of the there isn't anything any attributes you want to carry over from your previous part oh yeah one in the future because i remember when i had my tarot session with elaine she literally said to me um the reason why you date x this person and why went like this and blah 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 was literally because you needed to learn what you actually didn't want. You had to learn that what you were wanting wasn't actually right. That's so... So would you not want anything from that one? No. Not one thing? No. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? Uh, but no, I've definitely been with people I wouldn't want anything from as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but another funny thing actually is in that, that, that Stephen podcast, the, the Paul Brunson guy was, he said, it just made me laugh because of how much we're talking about this right now. And actually fucking like 98% of our audience are women as well who will be listening to this. But that he was saying that it was kind of like not a proven theory, but kind of like what this guy kind of concludes himself. And obviously he looks at dating and how everyone is and all this kind of stuff all the time. He was saying that like women talk all about their romantic life with their friends. So, mm-hmm. you you know, like, as soon as y- you see someone slightly promising on Hinge, you're telling all the girls by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could be the one. No, <laughs> No, but, like, you're talking about already, you're like, yeah, like, you know, promising, sh- whatever. Oh, what do you think you want to do? Oh, I want to do this. Or whatever, you're yeah. talking about all this stuff. And then he was basically saying, like, you know, they're literally talking about from A to C, like then the when they go on the date, they then the whole the WhatsApp group knows everything that's going on. And then after they're talking about it for days after dissecting. And he was basically saying that because women are so open and talk to each other about all this stuff, he thinks they're better daters because they get feedback on their mm. experiences, not just from that person they're dating, but from all their friends as well. Because collectively all their friends will have different experiences that can offer really good advice as well yeah or your friend can go through a shit dating experience that can help you learn maybe to avoid something or Mm. whatever or maybe the opposite inspire something and um he was just saying that men basically don't talk about and steven was like yeah like i literally would never tell my mates about like my friends wouldn't they might in passing conversation be like oh yeah i saw I saw Shakira the other day, the other night. Yeah, it was cool. And like, that's what they say. Yeah, they wouldn't dissect No, it. and they're like, oh, cool, yeah. Did you smash? No, joking. I don't <laughs> know what they say. But um, like, whereas girls, women, we're like dissecting the whole thing, we're talking all about it, but actually apparently that makes us better daters. So right now, 
all of us together collectively becoming better daters by talking about all of this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Something that's really helped me actually raise my standards in life for what I was accepting in relationships, work, friendships, and just even within myself and how I was talking and treating myself was discussing it with a therapist because actually talking about it, getting another person's perspective on it that's kind of objective and unbiased in your life that can give you a really kind of wise, rational perspective on what you might be doing and how you could maybe be doing something slightly better for yourself by altering your standards is literally life-changing. So if you guys are feeling like, do you know what? I feel like I need that. I need to talk to someone about that. I have the perfect resource for you. It's called BetterHelp and they are the sponsor of this podcast. Now, BetterHelp are a professional, secure online counseling service. They're so easy to use. You just need an internet connection. You don't even need to have a computer. You can just do it on your an app on your phone. It's so easy to use. You just sign up for an account with them by filling out a really quick questionnaire about who you are, like your needs and what kind of things you maybe feel like you're struggling with. Just however you feel, just put it down on this really quick questionnaire and they will match you with a therapist that is perfectly aligned with you and what you'd like to work on and talk about within just 48 hours of signing up for an account. So you don't need to wait a really long time to be seen because sometimes like if you're trying to get therapy through other resources, it can take so long to be seen. And to be honest, when you decide you need therapy, you just need to get it done and get seen and just get the support. So it's super quick and it's really affordable. It's much more affordable than traditional face-to-face therapy. And on top of that, they're also giving all of our listeners a discount. So you're going to get 10% off your entire first month of online therapy with BetterHelp. That's a whole month with a big 10% discount. If you just head to the link betterhelp.com forward slash find your feet, that's betterhelp.com forward slash find your feet to start your BetterHelp journey, start your therapy journey today and get 10% off your entire first month yeah but I think like you said I, I don't think we ever fully know what we want but I think the more you work on understanding what yeah you want, and the more you talk about it with your friends yes yes because even like hearing you know the experience your friends have can make you think oh god yeah maybe, definitely maybe I'm gonna avoid that type of guy or whatever or yeah. like I don't know um I also think to figure out what you want you have to actually experience what you don't want yeah or like what 100% realize no but yeah the manifesting of a feeling is good is that what that woman did vanessa how did she you, you said she didn't drop the ball what was she doing was yeah, she just so, holding it on the squat rack i ain't fucking leaving well <laughs> that's know? the thing they didn't give away too much because she's a mindset coach she was oh right she was wanting to, to lure you in yeah yeah but she by my she course was luring and you, can, me in. you can find this dream romantic no i'm joking yeah i'm joking i'm joking but she was me. talking about um she did do like a little task which she was saying that vanessa did and that really helped her, which was, I think she was, she called it a, I was going to say shit and flip. It wasn't shit and flip. It was like, <laughs> it was like a flip and something. And it was about, um, it was about writing down, but I don't know if I agree with this because I don't like focusing on the negatives, but it was about writing down like what you didn't like and they should have been flipping it. So like, say if you said like, oh, they had smelly socks. <laughs> yeah, so then you'd literally write like something you really value, but in like, in like a kind of affirmation way. Like, they make me feel so loved. Like, say, my boyfriend never took me on dates and that used to really annoy the girl or whatever. And, like, I feel so loved and wanted and my time is so valued or something like that. And they became, like, a kind of affirmations and they helped her 
set the bar high. And yeah, she met this guy on Facebook, I think. She literally just what? met him online and he Facebook. lived in England. Yeah. And what? They, I think it was Facebook. No, no, sorry, it was a dating app. Why am I thinking it was Facebook? I don't know. Yeah, that's very, you know, old school. It's because behavior. it felt old school the way she spoke about it. So, yeah. But no, it was a dating app because I just remembered that somebody asked it on the live. I don't know what dating app it was, but yeah. And I think he was actually in... I think he moves back and forth, but he'd gone back to England and they were chatting for months and months and then there's like electric energy and then they met and they just fell in love and they're, just, they're adorbs. Well, this poor guy, I couldn't really get what his kind of conclusion was on dating apps, but he was kind of saying at one point like they're good and they they work and they're successful. Mm. But also he said, what it, he said, when you look at the stats of how many people meet somebody, actually get into a relationship, maybe get married or whatever, stay together for a significant period of time, it was like a tiny, tiny percentage out of the amount of people. Oh, God. It was like 2% or something. It was oh, really... you, you just killed so many people's dreams. I'm sorry, but I'm confused about whether he was saying they were good or not. I'm confused about what he thought. Maybe we need to do follow-up and find, find out, ask him. But like, because yeah. he, he was kind of saying that people that uh, like the to have successful relationship with someone, like you have to have quite a lot of common values, shared values and stuff. Yeah. And that basically, like, relationship... Dating apps make that very hard to, you know, like, figure out. Because you're just looking at someone's pictures or their stupid mm. prompt replies on Hinge. With which most men, they say something like, I'm looking for someone who isn't taking themselves too seriously. I'll <laughs> yeah, that is such a common one. If you trip me up. Perfect Sunday. Roast or hungover. Yeah. Or whatever else they say. One that thing. always gets me is, I'll I'll buy the first round if you buy the second. Oh yeah, first round is on me if you can out drink me, or f- whatever. First round is on me if we shot some tequila or something weird. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Yeah, I feel like they all write the same things, but yeah, maybe all the girls write the same things. To be honest, my hinge prompts are really uh, my hinge prompts. Have you changed are, them yet? No, and they're giving. You should tell them what you. No, I can't. They're all be like, what the fuck? They, uh, my, my hinge prompts right now are giving unserious F girl energy, to be honest. Yeah, they're giving you literally don't give a shit. Yeah, they're giving I'm on hinge to literally mess around and get validation or something. They're not giving my true energy at all. I really need to change them. I just got really bored of what you have to, not have to write, but it's so hard to write those fucking it's prompts. so hard i actually changed mine you know when you said they really didn't match my yeah they energy. didn't match your energy but i mean i no. fucking look at mine mine are weird well yeah, they yours... are do mine match my energy in any kind of way they do in like the like the really silly side of you but i do think they portray like they portray bad they, they don't they don't portray the right energy of the hinge it's not the right scenario no. to be put i actually in. come across like they do spark a lot of chat though we'll say that i basically just bored of my prompts and they weren't getting much chat on them because they were boring. But it was because I didn't know what to put on them. And yeah. I was, like, trying to not give off F-girl F, F girl energy. I'm, I'm, like, the complete opposite of an F-girl as well. I'm, like, a, a nun, basically. But, like, the, they were just, like, yeah. So I thought, fuck, this is boring. And basically I was just sat there and I was, like, because someone told me that my Hinge profile wasn't reflecting my true personality. And that, they, that I was, like, I'm quite, the time that I'm funny, apparently. According to this person, and that that wasn't coming across in the profile. So anyway, so I was like going through the prompts and then reading out. I was re- voicing out what I actually write as a as a joke, like the first things that come I love from how you're like trying my to explain this. ADHD brain, <laughs> like as in the first stupid thing that will come to my brain because my brain's pretty wild. Like I do like saying yeah. weird things. 
So I was just letting myself run loose with like being really strange, basically. And they were like, that's really funny. You should put that on there. And then basically, I've transformed my whole profile. You've you got to tell them what it is. Yeah, and they're no, literally going to be like, them. <laughs> right, should I read them out? Am I going to embarrass myself? You should read them out. Okay. It's funny. Okay, I'm getting my, get my angel. Oh, I'm going no. to be embarrassed. I'm going to have loads of people listening to this. I'm going to be embarrassed, even though it's on my public hinge profile. So, I mean, yeah, like, no. If you're looking for hinge tips, <laughs> don't fucking take them from don't me. Listen to this part. Do not do not listen to this. I am going to change this. I know this is stupid, but I just put it on there because it actually made me laugh at the time. And then I just kept looking at it myself and found that funny. And then after about two weeks, I was like, "Okay, this is weird." But now I can't bother to change it. But I will change it. And actually, so many people reply to it, but they're all replying the same things. I don't know. What, I can't say, keep saying the same thing. Anyway, like let's just read them out, okay? Right. So my first one is I know. <laughs> I know the best spot in town for an Aldi shop. <laughs> There's just crick- crickets for the listeners right now. They're literally in their car driving right now. Like, what the fuck is... <laughs> What's going on? Okay, right. This is my next one. I wind down by going to Aldi. And then this is my last one. <laughs> I recently discovered that Aldi's epic. <laughs> okay, it's like so you're sponsored by Aldi. Yeah, to be honest, I should be. I should be getting some affiliate links or something from them. Some. So what did like mainly guys reply to that? Though? So let me have a look. I'm in my messages right now. So got here from someone. So first date to Aldi. How's that sound? And I say that's my dream, and I haven't replied yet. But, but maybe I'll tell them. Yep, dream. Thank you. Someone else put, feel like our first date is going to have to be Aldi. What are we saying? We're saying, sounds like you're right on the money there. <laughs> um, what else? Someone else said, going to Aldi at rush hour is not a wind down experience. Well, that might be your truth, but that's not mine. Bless the boys that have genuinely sat there and thought, okay, what can I write about Aldi? Yeah, I know. Some people ask me what my favourite thing is in Aldi. <laughs> Someone challenged me and said, Aldi shit. Like... <laughs> It does. It sparks off a lot of conversation. It it, it was it, it was getting more replies than my ones before that said that I like going on a walk on a Sunday or something, which is kind of true, but also boring. But like, it's just hard. How do you strike the balance between being wholesome, you know, good good energy, showing that you're not here to f round, or just writing something stupid? Yeah, and then apparently if you're too serious, then you bamboozle them. That's what I was told. So it's very hard to find Well, yeah, well, they weren't replying to my serious ones. So now I've got these stupid ones on there about Aldi. Um, They reply, but maybe I'm not... I do do like it. To be honest, if I saw saw a guy, though, with something all about Tesco or something, I probably wouldn't talk to him. Yeah, I think he probably... Because I think he was messing about. Yeah. So maybe I am messing around on Hinge, and I just think that I'm not... Maybe I'm toxic. <laughs> but basically, I really, I do, I do enjoy Aldi. I think it's a great supermarket. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> so uh, I'll basically, it was a joke because I go there quite a lot to do my shopping and stuff. And I do, I do like to wind down in Aldi. I like to go there sometimes after we finish a long day, drive myself there and get my stuff and make a meal. It's, it's funny because to that me, that is my like... life. I am exciting. <laughs> I feel like you're more like. As in, like, if you could pick a supermarket to represent you, I'd pick, like, M&S or something. Yeah, but see, M&S is fucking expensive, <laughs> right? We also don't have one near us. 
and it's just annoying. There's a cost We've of living. We've got Booths is a fucking rip-off. It's, it's a I daylight like robbery. I do though, because it's just like... I don't even think it's that good. Like, up the North vibe, though. Yeah, I know, but it's like a Northern Waitrose, but like the bakery section shite whereas if you go into waitrose like you get those ginger avocado biscuits you know the iced yeah avocado. generally like always bring you them they were yeah. sick if you're if you're near a waitress get yourself down there and get like from the bakery section their gingerbread biscuits with iced things on them they mm. do iced avocados and iced like was it llamas around here, do we? no we don't <sighs> so yeah anyway so that's that's how my that's that's my hinge so maybe that made you feel better about yourself um and your hinge or maybe it made you maybe inspired you to yeah we need tips on hinge prompts yeah i think you should shove some voice notes on there me yeah just maybe some voice notes of us talking on the podcast yeah and then they run a mile i try to not put anything on about the podcast though because no, i get scared too. that they could go and look at any episode and Someone asked me the other day. So figure like, anything out about me. Yeah, we don't obviously share. say... Like, I think we said the other day, we're like, well, you just don't say the name of it now. Because yeah, because so someone was asking me about it, but they never asked me what it, the name was. And I was like, yeah, which know, is I like good. That. Yeah, because the, they've got a brain. Someone asked me the other day... Um, yeah, I'm just like, what's it called? But then ask me some other questions, so I just avoided that question. Yeah. I was like, I'm not telling you. I would tell you, I would tell you on, well. a first, on a first date... Yeah, yeah, I me would too. tell you them what But I think called. before you've even met someone. No, because Especially I... when we're doing episodes like this. Yes. God, yeah. And like, because we put an episode out every week. Exactly. They basically... It's actually... Re- when you actually zoom out, it's actually really weird because then they'd like create this whole perception of you. Yeah. That they don't actually really know what you. What was that thing? Oh my God, who was I talking to you about? No, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was listening on a podcast or something. But it's called like so socio connection or something like that that's definitely not the right word it's basically where like you oh no i was talking to my yeah the weekend my cousin about it so it's called like size si, 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 size <laughs> i don't know what it's fucking called but basically it's about where you um form a connection with someone on the internet because you consume their content but you don't know them but you feel like they, you know them Oh, right, yeah. I can't remember why we were talking about it or what in relation it was. It wasn't about me, it was about something else. But um, you can obviously do that on a podcast with anyone. Yeah. But like... That's what I mean, it's kind of normal, but then if you can... Yeah, it's normal. If you're listening to someone all the time, like there's literally like, you know... I mean, we've had her on the podcast, Kenzie. We interviewed Mm. her and she's she's a vibration. I listen to all of her podcasts. I watch her weekly vlogs of her life and I've got her on TikTok and Instagram and all that. So I like consume all stuff and I feel like I know her way more than I actually do. I've actually talked to her once on an interview Mm. and she was lovely. Yeah. She's fabulous. But as in, like, because she shares so much of her life in that way, like, you, you do. Because that's yeah. why people get that comfort content creators and stuff as well. Yeah. But there's a word for it, but I can't remember what it is. But basically, yeah, basically our rule is that we don't tell anyone what our podcast is so that they don't not want to go on a date with us. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't scare them off <laughs> before we even began. <laughs> but one of the really simple question you can ask yourself when you're just setting the standards for your life um, is does it make sense? Like, does this situation make sense? Does this relationship make sense? Does it vibrate on a level that you want it to vibrate at? Because going back to what I said at the start, why like you can self-abandon quite easily when something comes along and it seems all fine and dandy and you get all distracted by all the good stuff and you ignore 
the bad stuff. But just going back to standards um, and setting standards in your life, like one really simple question that you can just ask yourself on a daily basis when you're getting into new relationships or situations, friendships, is does this make sense to you? Like, does it actually make sense in your life? And when you really sit down and think about it, if you're having doubts about something, it probably doesn't make sense. Because I think if you reflect as well on how people are treating you and how they're making you feel, and then also reflect on how you treat yourself. And if they are on, if they are on completely different vibrational levels, like it doesn't make sense. Like why would you put work to yourself and make yourself feel good and really value yourself and then be in a situation, whether that's a friendship or anything, which doesn't make you feel good. And like, for example, for me, I've definitely in the past, I have left a relationship, a long-term relationship, something like that. And then when you're in that healing phase and maybe something comes along or something entertains you and you maybe get wafted off and what I was entertaining literally didn't make any sense for my standards and what I actually valued. But I think you can get so lost in like the headiness Mm. of it all. But that really simple question of asking, like, does this actually make sense? Like what I want and what I want to achieve, like, is my energy worth entertaining this? Mm -hmm. Does this make sense in my life? Yeah, that was a huge thing to ask yourself. Yeah, because a lot of the time it it doesn't. I've definitely been in dating situations as well. This just turned into a dating podcast. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. It was unintentional, but clearly this is where our minds wanted to go today. <laughs> um, where I have literally been like, okay, I treat myself to a level that's like here. Mm. And this person is treating themselves and also treating me. Because however someone treats themselves is how they will treat you and how they mm. will treat your relationship with them. Even if that's on an initial date right in the early stages i'm not just talking about look further down the line like they will literally meet you as they meet themselves so say you've already like you meet yourself at a pretty decent level like your bar's like pretty high within yourself of how you are with you like how you look after yourself how you talk to yourself how you treat yourself what you put yourself through all that kind of stuff then this person that you're interacting with is meeting you at a level below what you meet yourself at but you know that you're getting bamboozled by them or they're I don't know you're thinking oh yeah I'll what like that kind of thing that we were talking about at the start like when being chosen instead of choosing yeah what you want you're just getting swept with the fact you've been chosen or whatever or this person just come along and you know express interest whatever and you're just entertaining it it doesn't make like I've been in situations where I'm like this makes zero, zero sense like I treat myself so well this person is already not treating me well why the fuck would I waste spend any more time around this person it makes mm. no fucking sense and if i like actually asking yourself does it make sense is like a, a really big and easy way to like just completely put into perspective whatever kind of situation situation ship or just general situation like you're in yeah you know what i mean like yeah completely yeah and that sets the bar yeah and obviously back to that example you brought up at the start about that the vanessa she obviously was setting the bar. I'm obviously they didn't reveal exactly what she was doing with setting the bar because they want you to buy their course or whatever it was. <laughs> but like, um, I imagine that a lot of her setting the with her holding the bar up high was that she was having people come in mm. that were not what she wanted, and she was saying, "Hi and bye, two ships in the night." Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know she wasn't she wasn't dropping the bar. Yeah. She was holding it and waiting. What's he called? The guy? I think he's called Paul. She was waiting for Paul to come and put the weights on and help her wear the squat. <laughs> That's okay. Could you deserve to be with someone that makes you feel like 
1000 mm-hmm. percent. i believe that's out there yes definitely and um and a way to like actually raise your standards so maybe you've got standards that are a bit on the floor or whatever like you know it's a whole process but your standards are related to your kind of like self-worth and it's quite hard when people say like don't accept less than you deserve but if you think you deserve nothing then you are going to take nothing Mm. so sometimes when you're letting yourself decide what you deserve if you're not in a good place that can be a bit of a dangerous move because you'll you'll say that you deserve less you'll you'll choose something lower because you don't think that highly of yourself at that point in time so like in terms of like raising your standards it's very very directly related with your self-worth and like what you think Mm. about yourself your self-esteem and what you believe that you are worthy of and what you deserve and all that kind of stuff but a way to actually raise it is to kind of pull yourself out of life a little bit like as in take just be in sort of solitude or whatever so like let's let's go for dating let's talk about relationships and sex again in the episode but like this is a very good example of what people do and it actually kind of it it it's a just a kind of analogy for the rest of your life as well but you know some people go on a celibacy journey mm-hmm. where they and being celibate if you've never heard that word it means you don't have sex so they stop having sex with people because actually they want to raise their standards and that act of celibacy it because you start to not let people kind of enter your sphere and your space you start to you get used to i guess like the experience of no one being there (laughs) and like the kind of the pros that go with that because there isn't just there's, there's pros and cons to celibacy and there's pros and cons to being a top shagger. And there's pros <laughs> and cons to just whatever you do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, there's swings and roundabouts to everything. Like, at the end of the day, you've got to decide what you want to do and what phase of life you're in. But anyway, celibacy. Like, if you're doing that, you end up experiencing the pros of that, which I think sometimes are things that you wouldn't expect or you, you wouldn't think were going to be part of it, mm. which is, you know, you kind of get really used to kind of not being interfered energetically wise because mm. and I've always said this sex is an energy exchange like it mm. is remember colliding when we did that episode where we talked about like casual dating and stuff and I was saying oh, I find that really hard but um I saw as well TikTok the other day this girl like saying like can we talk about how casual sex can be really traumatizing for some people because who have abandonment wounds and stuff like that oh, or if you've yeah. got abandonment wounds which a lot of people have like mm. you know d- did your parent? Did one of your parents walk out, or you, whatever? Like, there's so many reasons why I might have an abandonment wound, but also like I actually think anxious attachment style. What's your attachment yeah, style? Yeah, like? yeah. Because casual date, casual sex can be incredibly traumatic for certain people, and you need to know what you're, who you are, and what you're like. And just because you know, maybe society tells you that casual sex is a really great thing to do and it's really liberating, or whatever, actually might just actually really not work with you because it just mm. re-traumatizes you with something and actually you just need to be not doing that you know and like you need to know yourself but anyway tangent celibacy so like you can kind of end up the less i think partners you have in that way sexually you have less people coming into your energy in that way and i'm really trying to not use words here that make it sound like some weird catholic purity complex <laughs> so I'm, I'm finding this hard to explain but like you kind of get you used to the fact that like no one's coming to your vibes so then like if someone is like they've really kind of got to be yeah. the dog's bollocks yeah. you know what I mean they've got to be Jesus for incarnate no I'm joking you know like 
it, it, it does. Does that, does that make sense? No, it makes total sense because when you've not got people coming into your energy field in that way and you work on you, yourself... You get clarity. You get clarity about what you want. Yeah, and you also know how to make yourself feel really happy and valued. So then yeah. anybody you're going to let in, you're only going to let them in if they're going to really... Meet just... you there or go above that. Yeah. Not go below that. Yeah, because you can already make yourself feel so good. Yeah. So it's like you you can only be an addition. Like, I feel so good and whole. So if you're going to come in my life, you're going to be with me and be happy and be an addition to my happiness in a way. Yes. You're not going to come in and drag me down because you already know what it's like to value yourself and feel good from within. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why when I reflect, I always think that in... I, I kind of feel like actually back to that now, but I always say I felt so good in lockdown because physically no one was in my... I didn't see anyone for months. Do you mean no, sex or do you just mean generally? No, no I, I kind of mean generally no, no one in my around. energy field. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because I was just... We were just doing the podcast. We were vibing. I was just yeah. reading. Like, and there was... <laughs> apart from my mum, yeah, there was nobody in my... I didn't see a man. I honestly didn't see a man for about two months. <laughs> and the peace I felt. <laughs> the peace I felt was like nothing I've ever experienced before. <laughs> no, yeah. Because it's so true because you learn how to feel good on your own. Mm. But I do think if you do kind of like go from relationship to relationship, you'll never actually learn that. Yeah, and to be honest, and I've just been like kind of explained the celibacy thing there. I'm not saying I've ever actively been like, I'm going on a celibacy journey. But I've definitely like gone through periods of my life where I haven't been sexually active with anyone for like an extended period of time and in that I've then been like well I'm not literally been like I'm gonna go celebrate it just has happened and then Mm. when you're doing like the more time I think you spend out of that just in your own energy in that way the more you start to think about what do I actually want but also I actually do I'm not saying I have abandonment wounds I don't know if I do I have no idea but like I think that I'm definitely 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 somebody who casual dating casual sex doesn't work for me been there, tried it, don't like it. And I've always known that, but I thought, oh, I'll give it a go because other people do it. And I'm like, nah, like it just doesn't work for me at all. So I think that's also like why, you know. Yeah. I'm a nun, no joking. But like why I can kind of like uh, understand what, what people would experience when they actively decide to go on a celibacy journey. Because some people obviously do that to get themselves out of patterns of being in mm. toxic dynamics with people and... All, all that kind of stuff but um obviously it's very it's very personal choice of why you'd want to do that but like that was celibacy is just an example but if you look at that on a wider view of your life even when it comes to friendships or anything if you kind of can really provide yourself with like a safe space within you where you cultivate kindness and love mm-hmm. And you're not really harsh on yourself, and like you, you te- you do nice things for yourself. You take yourself out. You, you, you do enjoy hanging out with yourself as well. It's not a horrible experience. Then you know, in terms of friendship wise, you're only going to let people in that either meet you on the level you meet yourself or above. And if you're meeting yourself on a high level, then you're going to attract in high high level friends too. Mm. You're not really going to attract in people that like I don't know bring bring you down. Yeah, chat shit about you, gossip and. Yeah, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Totally. So I feel like that's actually a way to kind of raise your standards. I mean, if you want to go celebrate and do that, that's not what I'm telling you to do. No. But it's an example, but as in, like, you know, just pulling out a bit of life in general, not just pulling out of sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, it's like an analogy, isn't it? Yeah. Taking a step back and just, like, focusing on your own energy. Yeah. It's the best thing you'll ever do. Uh, There's loads of stuff on TikTok about celibacy, actually, like, random stuff just comes up. I feel like it's coming more popular, like, in our generation. Yeah, it is. I think because our generation is a bit more, like, 
Well, I guess work. we're in a completely different society now, like in terms of women choose mm. that, not that choosing versus chosen thing. Like that is huge. Um, we have dating apps, so we can actually choose partners in that way. Like we can be on there and literally scout. Is it, you know, does this person have a shared passion for Aldi or not? Because that's a deal breaker for me. <laughs> um, you know, so like you, you, you are. Women have a lot more power in how they want to choose a partner. Is that, so I, I feel like they're just being a lot more mindful. I don't know about just, I, but they're being more mindful. I think as a whole about everything about what kind of career they choose. This this generation is way less like put, being pushed by the previous generation of what they want them to do. Yeah, they are yeah. kind of like yeah. So yes, there's basically there's a lot of things on TikTok about celibacy. If you want to have a look, and then it'll start appearing all over your for you page. But there's like people that do it for religious reasons, obviously, which is you know their their personal things. But then there's people who do it who are trying to just get out of toxic dynamics, or they kind of want to refresh, you know raise those standards yeah okay so we're actually gonna wrap up the episode there as grace said we kind of went on a love dating tangent Mm. but i do always love discussing things like that and we do also notice that you guys enjoy that yeah you do especially like talk about hinge and stuff because it's like it's a mad world out there we need tips but yeah not hinge tips from us but we need tips (laughs) yeah i clearly need some fucking tips because but no, it's good to discuss. Is, well, actually, no. I'm doing experiments. I'm experimenting. With yeah, my we'll um, we'll keep you updated <laughs> on our hinge journeys. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what we what what we were saying we were going to do was go because there's that other dating app called. Well, it's not an app though, is it? It's called Thursday. Oh yeah, I really think we should go. To yeah. That. So like the you guys probably have heard of it before. Like it's. So it's, they call themselves a dating app that's not an app. So like every Thursday in like various cities across the UK, they take over a whole bar and it's just full of single people, but it's not like cringy. It's like sing, speed dating or something weird like that. It's like cool vibe, like they're young and hip and cool. But we were saying that we were going to go together and then report back on the podcast. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, we definitely should. That'd be so fun. Yeah. So maybe we'll Poor do guys. that yeah poor guys boom yeah we 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 went together and we've got podcasts together and she loves aldi and she lo- what do you love crying she loves crying so you know you got a good you got a good pick here <laughs> anyway thank you so much for joining us everybody if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a review on apple Podcasts or on spotify it's so easy to do it on spotify all you have to do is press one button because they don't let you write anything they just let you leave stars so let's do that <laughs> there's no excuse <laughs> no excuses here and if you want to keep up with us outside of just the weekly wednesday episodes come and follow us on social media at find your feet podcast on instagram and tiktok thank you so much for listening guys and we will see you in the next episode bye